This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. All right, let's do this. Good morning, everybody. I'm super excited that you are here. You are listening to Radio Kidnappers, the voice of Hawke's Bay, and you're tuned to a program called Your Time to Shine. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So, did you know that one woman in five suffers from depression or anxiety? And that's in New Zealand. Did you know that mental health prescriptions have increased by 50% in the past 10 years? And did you know that up to 25% of people do not improve at all from counseling or psychotherapy? That's an incredible number, you guys. So imagine what would happen if every single woman and man in New Zealand was mentally healthy, was emotionally independent and believed in herself. Well, that's what I'm here for. So welcome to Your Time to Shine. I am your host, Celine Harlow. And for the past four years, I have been teaching women from all over the world to help them find self-love and the courage to go after the dreams in just a few short weeks. So is that something that you're interested in? If yes, then listen on. And I want you to, I want to, oh my goodness, we're getting, my brain is going crazy already. I want to really invite, oh, let's start again. I want to welcome you to today's episode. Okay, so... um. Today's um, topic was actually um, given to me by um, Jill, the technician at uh, Radio Kinapa. So thank you, Jill, for your inspiration. And she asked me to talk about how to say no without uh, feeling like a selfish bumhole. She probably didn't word it that way, but that's my wording. So <laughs> here you go. So how can you say no without feeling selfish or what, without feeling like you're letting people down? It's actually something that a lot of people are struggling with and it's definitely something that I used to struggle with in the past and now I'm kind of, I don't really have that issue anymore. So I'm looking forward to sharing my learnings with you so that you can benefit from them and uh, move forward in your life as well. So, you know, I talk to a lot of women and men about self-love, about boundaries, about self-worth, about um, you know, falling in love with their body, about bringing their body back to health and wellness and so on. And, you know, one thing that I've noticed is that there's always like a certain number of people that say, you know, that will talk about narcissists, or that will talk about people taking advantage of them, or that will talk about um, energy vampires, and they will talk about blah, 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 blah. And as soon as you say those words, like, they're kind of scary words, you know, narcissists, like you're like, oh my goodness, like that's kind of scary. It's like this like crazy vampire person that will take advantage of you and that will, I don't know, be really scary. And it sounds really scary. And when I listen to my clients' stories, like sometimes, the, you know, the stories that they tell are incredible. Oh my goodness. You know, like, well, how do people do that to each other? Anyway. And, you know, what often happens is that, especially with women who struggle with self-love, is that they actually tend to position themselves and to place themselves in the position of the victim straight away. But, um, so, you know, like it's, it's, it's quite an, I guess it kind of makes sense, you know, like stuff has happened to you and it's made you, um, you know, it's been a, re a real difficulty, a real challenge for you, a real complication, I suppose you could say. And it's been really difficult for you to get out of that situation. And it's easy to just put the blame on the other person. The, the thing with that is that it's actually really difficult for you to understand what you have learned from that experience, you know, instead of, you know, saying, well, you know, this is what I have learned from the situation, you're placing the guilt and the responsibility on the other person who has hurt you, and you're denying yourself the right to heal from that experience and the right to move forward as well. 
So the first step that I always encourage my clients to do, and it's a really powerful step, so I'm excited to share it with you, is to actually understand how it's serving you to, um, you know, place yourself as the victim in that situation. And I want to, you know, first of all, acknowledge how, you know, difficult, um, you know, you, um, I don't know, I'm not really too sure how to say this, but how challenging it, it may have been for you to step out of, you know, those kind of situations and relationships. And, you know, I work with a lot of women who have experienced, you know, traumatic abuse. And I want to acknowledge how heavy it is to just step out of that situation and just to recover from those situations mentally and emotionally. But I want to give you the tools to recover from that. So, um, so yeah, let's go, let's get on with it. So, if you think about something, um, a situation, a relationship um, in which you have been taken advantage of in a big way, in a small way, whatever. It could be a very small thing. Obviously, you know, I'm just giving you this, um, these questions, these guidelines, these tips on, you know, a radio show, a podcast episode. So I want to be mindful that, you know, you will have to do the work, um, you know, yourself. And if you need extra support, let me know and I would be happy to assist you. But um, so perhaps take something that feels manageable, that feels like it's not too heavy. And if you need extra help again, uh, let me know and I would be happy to assist you. Um, so ask yourself, so how is it serving me to place myself as the victim in that situation? So I want you to understand that it takes two to play a game. And, you know, if somebody has taken advantage of you, then you have let that happen in one way or another. And I understand that maybe the, you know, because you have, you know, have um, a series of, you know, very challenging, limiting beliefs around your self-worth, your self-image and so on. But you have allowed that situation to take place. Yeah. So, um, so ask yourself, so how is it serving me to place myself as the victim in that situation? You know, you could decide to take any kind of role in that situation and relationships. And why would you choose the role of the victim? So take the moment to perhaps write down that question and actually really ask yourself, um, ask yourself how it's serving you to take the role of the victim. And it could be absolutely anything and everything. And once you've got your answer, I would like you to 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 dive a little deeper. So you've got your starting answer, and it could be around uh, well, it's keeping me safe, or it's it's um, helping me to not feel shame or guilt or anxiety, or um, it could be that you know that's all that women deserve. It could be a very limiting belief that you have you know gained from your parents or your um, I don't know genetic line in one way or another. It could be anything and everything. And I want you to start diving a little deeper. So start to ask yourself questions around that answer that you got. So when did that start? Why is that important to you? And just ask yourself all of these different kind of questions as if you were a journalist asking you, asking you, uh, the interviewee, <laughs> questions around that topic. Yes, yeah, so that you can get a better understanding of the situation, the, um, the belief systems and so on um, associated with that topic. Yeah. And once you've got kind of this un broader understanding of the situation, how it's serving you to be the victim and so on, what has happened, um, I want you to to perhaps close your eyes. So don't do that if you're driving or doing something dangerous that requires your attention right now. But as soon as you can, perhaps pull over and, and um, yeah, where it's safe to do so and so on. Um, but um, close your eyes, perhaps when it's safe to do so, obviously. And place your hands on your heart and close your eyes, obviously, where you have already done so. And just ask yourself, so so I have experienced this and it's been incredibly difficult and challenging for me. And um, and I'm struggling with the situation. Just take the moment to acknowledge that this is something that's difficult for you. So don't try to push it beneath the surface or to you know bury it beneath a pile of better feeling 
our feelings and so on or better thinking thoughts and so on. Just be in a space where you can just accept that this is something that's going on for you. That it's something that is running in your subconscious mind. It's something that's running automatically for you. Just take the space to be in the space where you can just really fully accept wherever it is that you are right now. Good. And now ask yourself, so if there was anything, absolutely anything positive that you have learned from that situation, then what would it be? The trick here is that, you know, we experience these situations in our lives and they are absolutely complicated and challenging and difficult and and we get hurt, you know, our hearts get broken and we just start to carry all of these dramas and these traumas in our bodies and in our hearts and our liver and our lungs and so on. And and sometimes you know it starts that it it just happens that we start to carry these these dramas these traumas, and they're so heavy that they become a part of us. They're so heavy and we don't know what to do with them. That they just you know we just we just carry them and they become a part of us. But the trick here is to well that's my theory anyway. And I want to I want to think about that theory with you guys. So my theory is that we're here to learn, we're here to expand, we're here to move forward in our lives, we're here to, you know, become, um, to express ourselves in, um, I don't know, even deeper and deeper and deeper, um, I don't know if that made sense, every single day we're here to grow and expand and heal and move forward in our lives, yeah? And um, and so it, it stands to reason that everything that happens to us in our lives helps us to move forward or heal or grow in one way or another, yeah? Even the difficult situations, even the challenges, even the bullying at school. And, you know, I have been through my share of bullying and, you know, I have been bullied through high school, my entire years of high school from the age of nine till the age of 16. And I have been bullied by colleagues and bosses as well during my first jobs. And that was one reason why I decided to actually work for myself because I did not want to deal with that anymore. Um, but so that's the theory, yes. Yeah? So whatever it is that you have experienced, there has there there is something positive that you have learned as a result of that experience. I want you to discover what that is. So connect with yourself in a way that feels good to you, whenever it's safe for you to do so, and so on. And just ask yourself if there was anything, anything at all positive that I have learned from that situation, from that experience, then what would it be? What would it be? And you're going to get an answer, a very straightforward answer, perhaps. It's just a feeling of an answer. And perhaps you're going to get a virtue. I have learned compassion. I have learned how to value myself. I have learned how to set boundaries. And you may be feeling, oh, I'm still learning how to set boundaries <laughs> or how to protect myself and so on. But, um, but keep going with the answers and just see if you can actually grab a pen and paper and write all of these lessons down because they're incredibly precious, incredibly precious. And when you can write them down, you help your, your brain to understand, okay, so this is what I've learned. I, don't, I no longer need to go through that same experience again. I, don't, I no longer need to protect myself again that experience because I have learned this and it's safe for me to integrate that lesson now. So allow that process to happen naturally and, um, and automatically actually. Good. Oh, and once you have found your answer, and perhaps it's it's really easy for you right now to do so. Perhaps it's really difficult, and I want to acknowledge that if it is difficult for you, that's okay. Just be with wherever, with what, with um, who you are right now, whatever it is that you're feeling and thinking about right now, and just try again um, in an hour, in two hours, in two days, two weeks, whatever feels good to you. Okay. And again, if you need extra support, let me know. So. Um, 
that you know is is like the royal question, the king question, the queen question that I like to ask my 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 clients during. Uh, when we start to work together, it's such an exciting question because it takes you straight away from the place of the victim. Like this has happened to me and this has hurt me so much. And I hate men. I hate whatever, whoever, for that very reason. And I know I need to protect myself and I don't want to get hurt ever again. And it creates all of these you know, limiting beliefs around having to protect yourself because the world is, is mad because men are mean or whatever. Well, men, women are mean too, I suppose, whatever. And, you know, it takes you from that space of being the victim into the space of, I understand why this had to happen. It takes you straight from the place of the victim into a very empowering and empowered state. It's a very powerful space to be in. And I'm super excited. It has changed so many things for me and for my clients. And I'm super excited to share it with you. You know, if there was, um, that's like the most, there was, it's the most um, powerful question that I have. (laughs) If there was anything positive that I have learned from that situation, then what would it be? Good. So that's what I want to share with you. But actually, I haven't really answered the question. So how to say no without feeling like a selfish bumhole? <laughs> so you have to understand that what you say and how you feel and what you decide and you know how you behave around other people and what you say to other people is is your responsibility. So nobody ever can force you to agree to something that you um, do not want to do. And perhaps they, they can be very persuasive and blah, 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 blah. And it can be that you feel that you don't really have a choice. But I believe that you always have a choice, even when you feel that you do not have a choice. It may feel like you, there's only one solution. It is one, um, only one option available to you. And there's only one choice available. But I want you to perhaps start thinking about um, the fact that you always have a choice. And again, it's, a, it's, a, it's an awareness, a theory, an understanding that will take you from the place of the victim that person forced me to say yes, forced me to do something that I did not want to do into a more empowered state. And um, yeah, I think it's just really easy for women, again, to who struggle to love themselves to be in that space of the victim. And perhaps that's just a way the, the, the brain is wired yeah, to, to, to just analyze situations and relationships in a way that puts you in that space of the victim. But start to rewire your brain, start to think different um, thoughts, start to feel different feelings. Like, what if I actually was completely in control of my life? What if I was completely in control of my feelings? What if I was completely in control of my situ- my decisions? Sorry. What if I was completely in control of my life? Then what? Then what? Because ultimately, that's what you want. Yeah, when you you know you're here on this journey to self love, and you want to believe in yourself, and you want to set better boundaries, and you want to. Be surrounded with people who love you and accept you and nurture you and accept you for who you are. Um, and what, what was going to be the rest of my sentence? I don't know. Oh my goodness, I lost the flow. No. <laughs> anyway, so you want all of these things for yourself and you know you will have to make decisions that will upset some people. And you know, I've had my business since uh, 2017 now, April or March 2017. And I have seen that sometimes I... I made decisions that didn't come from a space of feeling good, of knowing that it was good. And you know when when you're making a decision, it just feels good. And maybe a challenging decision, um, and you know that it's going to perhaps create an argument or a situation that's going to be challenging down the line, but you know that it's the right decision. And you, you know there's this sense of inner knowing, inner trust that it's like, yeah, this, this is exactly the right thing for me. And I completely fully believe in myself and I back myself into you know, for that decision. And I'm going to, I'm going to respect myself. It's about self-respect as well. Yeah. 
So let's start again. So how to say no without feeling like a selfish bumhole? I think you have to kind of ask yourself, so, you know, what's the worst about about saying no? Like, how do I feel when I say no, even though I know that it's going to hurt the person in front of me? How do I feel? Like, what's the worst about feeling those feelings? And what's the worst about disappointing my friends, my mom, whoever? And start to ask yourself those questions. So what's the worst about that? And what's the worst about that? And what's the worst about that? Until you have kind of dug deep enough. And the layer that you're likely to reach is this fear of confrontation. And I think that it's something that is, you know, deeply embedded in our DNA, that's deeply embedded in us because, you know, we used to live as um, in communities, yeah, in villages, and obviously it's still very much the case, but we used to live together and we used to be very much interdependent, you know, dependent on each other for survival. And it's something that is very much, um, yeah, embedded in our DNA, as I said. But now, you know, our lifestyle has changed and we have independence or freedom of will, freedom of choice, you know, more than we've ever had before. And that comes with responsibility. And if you're anything like a people pleaser, you're going to struggle with saying no. I know I've been there as well. <laughs> so anyway, so what was my point? So you have to understand, um, I think that's, The, the, the thing that stops people from saying no is the fear of confrontation, the fear of starting arguments, the fear of, you know, starting confrontations. And um, I used to be like that. I used to, you know, um, just stop myself from voicing my opinions. I used to stop myself from voicing what I really thought, what I really felt. I stopped myself from making my decisions based on um, what I wanted. Instead, I was making decisions based on what other people wanted for me or what I felt other people wanted for me. And, you know, I went on this journey where I was deeply silencing myself and I almost lost myself. I almost lost whoever I was, whoever I truly was, because I so wanted to deeply be accepted. I so wanted to belong. And it was a need that was so deeply embedded in me. And it was more important to me to belong, to be accepted in a group uh, rather than, you know, know, know who I was and express who I was in my full authenticity. And, you know, ultimately I realized that the cost was too great. I was, I was losing myself and I was not, I was not happy. I was doing everything that people wanted me to do. I was doing everything that I felt or I thought um, other people wanted me to do and my parents and my teachers and my friends and so on, my boyfriends and whatever. And, and still I wasn't happy. Still I, I didn't find the belonging that I, I, I so, I was so deeply craving um, for. And um, and I realized that this was not the right way for me to do this. And I, of of course, as you know me, um, I'm very I'm a very efficient person, and I always you know look for very efficient ways to do this. And you know I wanted to belong, and in so doing, I stopped myself from making my own decision. And I was a people pleaser and so on, but that wasn't working. I wasn't you know getting the approval that I sought. And so I realized that actually I was locking myself in other people's expectations. And I realized by, you know, I started to have these real conversation. I was wondering with, I was wondering if I was the only person who had low self-worth, who didn't believe in herself, who had um, these, you know, these issues around self-image and knowing what I wanted and going after it and so on. And I wanted to know if I was the only one. I felt like I was the only one. But then I started to have these real conversations with real people. I wanted to, I've always really hated chit chat. I, I hate it with all of my heart. You know, if you're going to talk to me, I want you to be completely honest about who you are. And I want us to just go deep into the good stuff, you know, the juicy stuff. And, um, and anyway, 
And I, I started to have these real conversations about what people felt and what people thought and what people were struggling with and, you know, what was going on truly for them beneath the surface. And I realized that we were all craving the same thing. We were all craving belonging. We were all craving connection. We were all craving intimacy. We were all craving approval and, well, you know, abundance and, you know, self-love and self-acceptance and success and so on if we want to go down that path. But we were all looking for the same thing and nobody was getting it. And nobody had the right way of getting approval. And I realized that, you know, what I was so deeply craving from others was actually something that others could not give me. I could not make others love me the way that I needed to be loved. I could not make others listen to me the way that I needed to be listened to. I could not make others need um, do anything that I needed um, to do. This is only something that I, that I could do for myself. And eventually I started to do, I started to... Well, obviously I was in a space where I was really lost in myself and I didn't know who I was. I was in the space where I was completely invisible and ashamed of who I was. And and I had all of these, you know, just crazy thoughts about just not being enough, not being enough. And I was constantly running through my head and it was driving me nuts. <laughs> but um, but I came to this point where I had I had enough. And I went on this journey and I guess I'm still on that journey where I have to find myself, where I have to know who I am and what I want, where I have to walk my own path. And, you know, this is a much more satisfying path um, that's, than the path that I was walking on previously. And it's worth confrontations. It's worth having arguments. It's worth, it's worth it because I'm finally being the true me. And obviously I have integrity and I have compassion and I can say what I want from a compassionate perspective and from a kind perspective. And I can do as much as I want for others without feeling guilty, but I'm doing so from a very ethical uh, place, from a place of integrity, from a place of integrity with me and with others. Yes, yeah? so I don't have to be a selfish bumhole even when I don't do what others others want me to do. But um, there is some so much satisfaction in you know doing something for somebody else because I really want to do it. And I felt like when I was, you know, saying yes to something I did not really want to do, there was not much joy in there for me. There was not much satisfaction in there for me. I was giving from a space of, oh, I don't really want to do this. Oh, this is going to suck or stink. I should probably say on the public radio show. Um, and they said, this is not right for me. And she's taking advantage of me. And I was having all of these thoughts running in my in my head. And it would have been better for me to say no straight away. I think that ultimately... Ultimately, what we can expect from each other in relationships is authenticity and honesty. And this is something that my husband has taught me. And, you know, having this, you know, powerful, committed uh, relationship with him um, has really forced me to be honest, has forced me to uh, voice my needs out loud. And I realized that I was just hiding myself in, 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 in fear of confrontation. Once again, it's something that I'm still working on, I guess. But... Um, but my husband really values honesty and values authenticity, no matter how ugly it gets. And I know that no matter what I say, he will still love me. And, you know, that is that is powerful love. So if you're afraid that, you know, you saying no is going to cost your relationship, then it's probably not a relationship worth having. Or you're um, likely to have to renegotiate the terms of the relationship if you want to say it that way, because I don't think, um, yeah. I don't think it, it's it's worth doing it any other way. I think that you're lying to yourself if you're denying yourself the right to be who you are in your relationship. And obviously the other person is denying yourself. You're the right to be who you are in that relationship as well. So that was my perspective on that. So 
um, perhaps that's, that can be your assignment, your homework for today, to say no to something that you don't want to do. <laughs> and to start small, perhaps, to start by saying, I don't want to cook dinner tonight. You guys can take responsibility for yourself and you can cook dinner for yourself or you can help me to do the dishes or you can, you know, just start to ask for help in the same way. This, you know, runs in the same category. So start to say no to something small. And perhaps you're going to have need to have a heart-to-heart conversation with somebody that means a lot to you. But, um, you know, if the relationship is strong enough, then, then um, you know, like the conversation is just going to be that, a conversation. And ultimately, you know, honesty is going to uh, be a really strong foundation for your relationship. I think that if you're, you know, founding or basing, I don't know if that's, if that's a word, if you're building your relationship on on lies and dishonesty and just trying to please in order to be accepted and to belong uh, i think it's you know it's not a very stable relationship anyway and it's going to fall apart at some point um yeah i think that a lot of women have have lost themselves in that and i can see you know women from um you know my mom's generation who have done that so women in their 50s 60s 70s now who have just lost themselves in what they thought the world wanted from them and have really and sometimes you know what needed to happen was a divorce and if they had been able to voice their needs you know years and years and years beforehand you know the divorce might not have necessarily needed to happen but in who knows what 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 could have happened it's not something that had happened so that has happened so who knows but i think that there is so much it, it's so precious for you to be able to tell yourself the truth and for you to be able to tell others the truth. So just so take heart in that. Take heart in knowing that you are precious and that you are valued and that you deserve to be recognized and that the people who love you will love you anyway, no matter who you are. So that's what I wanted to share with you. So thank you so much for hanging out with me, for sharing your space and your, your time, your energy with me. I really deeply value um, yeah, you being here with me. If you had an epiphany, if you had a realization, if you have a question for me, then I would love to hear from you. I am my dawning light, M-Y-D-A-W-N-I-N-G-L-I-G-H-T. So my dawning light, my dawning light. I probably should have chosen a different name for my business, but it is what it is now. <laughs> anyway, so my dawning light on Facebook or Instagram. And I would absolutely love to hear from you and yeah, chat with you. So have an incredible day. I want you to know that you're absolutely amazing. You can do absolutely anything and everything that you like. You can, you're so powerful and you deserve to love yourself. You deserve to be loved, accepted, respected and nurtured. And you can definitely absolutely have it all. I'll speak to you very soon. Bye. This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible.